Good afternoon and welcome to Learn Some Series with Kevin, where we add value to people's lives. Happening every Monday, Wednesday and Thursday at 12 on Ebers Radio. You can catch Lunchtime Series on all major podcast channels. And joining us for the coaching segment that we have today, we have a very special guest. And uh, she she comes all the way from, uh, from uh, the northern parts of our country uh, in South Africa. And uh, yeah, we've got, uh, our, uh, I'm just going to let her introduce herself. Uh, Paulina Mapata, uh, welcome to, to the Lunchtime Coaching Segment. Thank you, Kevin. So, yeah, so I'm based in Polokwane, Limpopo, yes. but I'm uh, born and raised and originally from Finland. And then uh, then uh, work and, and love took me to, to settle in South Africa uh, almost, um, I would say, is it 17, 18 years ago? Wow. And, uh, and here I am and, and still stuck in the same province, in the, in the same place. Uh, yeah, so so I'm a coach. I'm a positive intelligence and a life coach, Comensa uh, credentialed practitioner, yes. and um, yeah, I mostly work with um, uh, women leaders and professionals um, uh, when they are going through um, uh, sort of a major change or transition in their life. And um, or some of them are also entrepreneurs, so it might be also like. Uh, that something is affecting uh, that the business is going through uh, a major, major change or transition. And um, yeah. And what else? Um, yeah, that's I don't know. What else do we want to know about me? I, I love that. That's perfect. Yes. And um, so, I mean, uh, interesting that that you you are from uh, from Europe and settled in South Africa. Um, tell us more about who you are and uh, what it is you do. Yeah. So, who am I? So this is this is always a good question, and and often we we start giving all the, all the you know our credentials and all that. But I think who we are is more about really, really the other stuff. And uh, I think obviously as a coach, I've I've done quite a bit of self discovery work and and self awareness work, and I think I'm the, I'm sort of a, a people's person definitely. Um, uh, like to influence, be, like to be in the bigger stages, and and also really a helper. My my sort of a inner inner um, thing is is really where I get where I get um, a lot of satisfaction is to empower other people to to reach their full potential or to to really have a good life to to have success with happiness. Yeah. And yes, then I'm also, well, I'm a sister, I'm a daughter, um, I'm a mom, I've got, uh, we've got, uh, I'm also a wife, we've got uh, two two daughters, uh, a tween and a teen. And um, then, yeah, something, I think spirituality is also very important for me. And for me, that means uh, a time in nature, especially in, in, in sort of uh, in this part of the world, like uh, getting into the indigenous forest or by the seaside uh, that requires now traveling to other provinces obviously yeah, but yeah. yeah that's that's who i am and uh, and what i do so i mostly coach individuals one-on-one -on -one coaching and and my business is currently i would say 99 percent it's portable or location independent so i i serve my clients online and uh, but then I work also um, with organizations or do organizational coaching and, and, and some 
sometimes uh, also some consulting from from the olden times and and um, yeah so I've I've ended up into coaching a couple of years ago and prior to that I I worked almost 20 years in in various uh, socioeconomic uh, impact projects uh, or international development uh, yeah. in various fields yeah so um Today's conversation, you know, um, when we chatted, um, it's a case of saying we, we've come to a grinding halt with uh, 2020, uh, 2021. Uh, it's been a busy year. It's been a, <laughs> um, I don't know how you've experienced that, but um, what, what are we going to be chatting about today? Because I know, you know, when we, when we briefly chatted uh, about it, um, you had some really nice insights that we could be chatting about. Yeah, I think 2021 is, is the second year in, in COVID. So it's, um, it's, it's like a globally we've been experiencing ma major change. It's a, I think it affects everyone in one way or another. And especially, um, you know, leaders, whether you are leading your business, how your business has been affected, and, and then uh, also like your personal life. And um, so I think... Our topic today is to look at um, how do we review, how do we how do we review, and how do we set uh, intention or goals for the way forward, and and especially in this context of uh, experiencing uh, uh, quite big changes, and 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 there is a need to maybe transition or transform ourselves, individuals, or our businesses, our organisations. Yeah, I mean, and that's, uh, you know, it's such an important conversation. I think so, so many shifts have been made because of COVID. Um, uh, so many people, uh, you know, one of the shows we spoke about, the, the great resignation and people resigning, finding new jobs, um, moving to different parts of the world. And um, I'm, you know, moved also as well to out to the countryside and uh I think it's a it's a big conversation around you know what do we do and and how do we set ourselves up for better success in 2022 and what is this transformation? So how how would you advise uh, people out there to to take stock and and plan for the year ahead? Yeah, I think I I I mean obviously this depends, but like um I would even if I mean we need to do that in our work life. In any case, there is different templates and everything. But let's just look at it also. Let's not forget ourselves uh, as, a, as a human beings. So I would just suggest uh, a simple sort of a method, uh, uh, crap a napkin or crap a piece of paper or your diary or your journal and uh, just first list down uh, the main areas of your life and including your work. And what could that be? It could be your uh, this depends on, on people, but it could just, for example, be your free time, your, your working time or your business, your um, maybe your spousal relationship, or maybe your family or are you a parent or not, uh, maybe your spirituality, maybe your health and wellness and so forth. So first, just list down your different areas of your, your life that... that um, that come into your mind and you you think you want to sort of assess, and then by one by one, I would uh, rate them between one to ten to say, okay, let me start from my health and well-being. How is it 
One is like uh, very bad, like ooh, very unwell, if not sick. And 10 is outstanding, uh, couldn't be really better. And, and so forth, that you would actually look at your all areas. And as you have gone through all the areas of life, now you can look at which areas actually require more attention. I mean, first, maybe this is very important. Look at where you scored high and celebrate. And uh, very important to, to give yourself uh, um, really a good feedback to say, yes, despite, you know, all the challenges or all the things that, that this year has uh, thrown me, I've managed in this and that area uh, to actually to do well. And then, then also pay attention to the lower scores. And, and if they are the areas of life, or even if you want to do that uh, in more detail in your business, the areas of their business or your work, what is it that needs more attention? Are those ones that are scoring lower, are they still important? And if they are important, then uh, look at them, one, two, three, one, two, three, that you need to, or one, two, that you want to focus on. And then I think the important thing is to think, what do you want? How do you want those areas to look like? What is, what, yeah, what is it that you want and what is going on there and, and what is it that you want? And then I think what is, what is a very useful thing now that things are changing. I mean, change is evident and things change quicker. So before setting even like very detailed goals and, you know, the smart goals with indicators and so forth, if you can set an intention to really look at those areas of life where you want to focus on and what you want to, and then come up with one word. What is your intention? So, for example, how does it even make you feel that you maybe myself, I, whatever, I would be scoring low. Let's say I would score uh, low with my business growth. I think my business didn't grow at the at the level that I wanted it, I wanted it to grow. So it's still going to be my... Uh, uh, something to work on next year. So what is that sort of an emotion and and the need and then then what could be the word to describe it? That what is my intention? So my intention is to, for example, I think this year my intention was to balance my different areas of life. So next year it might be something towards getting into flow or something like that. I'm still, I haven't done this exercise myself. But I think, yeah, to have an intention as a guiding principle. And uh, so you mentioned in some of the information that you share with us is um, your sage perspective. Yeah. Uh, chat to us about stepping into your sage perspective. Um, it's such a beautiful concept. It's such a beautiful awareness, you know, and when you, uh, you know, it's always when the brain has specificity, it's functions more clearly it, it enjoys indication yeah. it enjoys the um an identification of sorts and you know when you speak of say the sage perspective speak to us about that because it's such a beautiful yeah approach thanks kevin thanks that's a that's a very important thing and especially when uh, i think it is challenging times i mean of course um, some some companies some businesses have uh, you know, they, they've really thrived and, and, and maybe, you know, um, done ex exceptionally well uh, this year. But um, I would say majority of us, we've had various uh, 
quite challenging times. So when you when you're looking at your your the where 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 you are not so happy when you are reviewing the areas where, that you are not happy with how it went, um, to to really to to not to get stuck into sort of your uh, fight flight or freeze part of a brain negativity and, and, and blaming yourself or others or circumstances, but to really try to, to, to shift into seeing that what can you learn? What are the learnings from those challenges or from, uh, from the difficulties or even, even we, I mean, especially in business, we, we have to take risks and we have to fail in order to learn and move forward. So the sage is to, to connect with your emotional intelligence and, and really connect into, into that and, and, and try to see the learning and, and not to think about yourself also as a, that, you know, I'm the failure. So I think this comes also to the Maxwell's uh, teachings. You are not a failure even if something didn't succeed as planned, but you can learn from it and, and then you can see what is the, the, maybe even a gift in some some uh, occasions, it can be a gift uh, that something didn't go as planned or you didn't perform well. It might give you totally new innovative ideas um, or it has given you a new choices to make. Um, and, and really uh, bring some new opportunities that you might not have thought about before. Yeah. And you, you also mentioned, you know, going through this, um, this process you're talking about, you know, checking your, your world and what your world is made up of and seeing it from a perspective and, and being gentle with yourself and that. Um, it's part of change. And, and each, you know, each change will kickstart a, a transition process. But speak to us about... The difference between change um, and transition or transformation. Yeah, I think that's that's important to just to say that usually we we look at the change as in something external. Um, it could be a, a positive change. Let's say you you get a new business opportunity, or you get a promotion in your career, or you win a lottery, or um, maybe you get married, or you know whatever something new, exciting. Uh, a positive um, that also it it will uh, sort of initiate a a transition or transformation process. Change can also be something uh, negative. Uh, it could be um, like now many many of us we we know people that that uh, we've lost people for the pandemic, or yeah. it could be um, challenges. I'm sorry about this. I think my neighbor is doing some construction. Uh, ah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's irritating noise, and I don't think I can hide away from it. Anyway, no we'll yeah. come for the, for the negative um, changes. So, yes, it could be maybe a death in the family or or, or that, or um, maybe maybe at a personal level, maybe you've been retrenched or, or something like that because economy is going down. Maybe you lost business opportunities. Um, so it can be something catalytic, something negative, something shocking also. Sometimes change can also just be sort of an inner transition that you you just, um, you've, you've experienced 
something or you are going through some kind of self-discovery and and you you just strongly you know that there has to be a change i have to do something so that's but usually an external uh, catalytic event positive or negative and then it kickstarts the inner transition uh, which is that journey that you need to take uh, to to adapt into that change and and sometimes uh, when the change is something small it's you know maybe some uh, you know you just surf the waves or you it's it's a small tweaks or small transition but then there are these uh, more bigger transitions uh, of bigger catalytic events. Uh, where it can even be a full metamorphosis, like starting from your, you know, who am I? Like identity might uh, evolve and change. Mm. Yeah. So th- that's that's those are the, the how I define and and uh, um, I love uh, Martha Beck, uh, uh, her way of of explaining the change uh, process, map of change. So I think I'm talking quite a bit uh, onto that. Yeah. So that's the difference. I love that. Yes, and um, you also you also um, mentioned the try. How, how does the transition or transformation process look like? Because I think yeah. it's, you know very often we we hear the words, we hear we know that yeah, transforming or changing is 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 necessary, and we know it's there, but yeah. we don't necessarily know how to do it. Yeah. You know? So yeah. the how is I think uh, such an important conversation. That's it. And then then the other thing is also that uh, like a theory alone uh, helps us maybe 20 percentage <laughs> with yeah. the how part. But at least maybe it, but, yeah. today we can we can share at least the 20, a part of the 20 or the 20 or maybe a little bit more. Um, so in this map of uh, map of change cycle, the fir- uh, first um, it has four quadrants. So there is first the catalytic event like we we, we talked about what is the change, what the change can be. So it, those catalytic events, and the first phase is is called the death and rebirth, and the second phase is called dreaming and scheming, and the third one is the hero's saga, and the fourth one is promised land or you know your dream dreamland, and if we talk about the the first quadrant, and and this is now in a in a really in a bigger change processes or transition processes it's like you know a one mo- one movie or or you know it's it's the end of an era so that's the death and um, it could be for example at an individual level let's say you get retrenched and and you need to to to, and it's not easy to just pick up the pieces and, and get back on the very similar job or something you might be, your whole identity might be at the stake. And you might start thinking, do I need to do, you know, learn new skills or am I going to be an entrepreneur or what am I going to do? So it's that all processing the the old and saying goodbye for the old and then being able to say hello to the new. Mm-hmm. And in between there is there is like a in between <laughs> stage which is very awkward but it's also like a it can be very creative uh, space to be um so that's and and that's really really often has to do even even with your identity like really 
really questioning who you are, where you're gonna go, and 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 who you want to, who are you are becoming, and and all that. And when you are able to say hello to the new that you've got, I think this is the toughest corner actually. This is the the first part is really can be really really tough, and you need to also even sit with those awkwardness and 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 those difficult. Uh, sort of uh, things and then process and, and 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 then be ready to move forward and um, in in that phase it's extremely level uh, I mean extremely important to level up your self-care also that mm-hmm. that you you sort of are fit to go to go through um, that process and then when you sort of have an idea who you are becoming or who you they knew you that the the reborn it's a bit of biblical language and it, but don't we don't need to to take it as, as as a bible thing but the language is in this map of change a bit biblical but when when you you are reborn that's the hello to the new but now now you then enter into the second phase which is the dreaming and scheming because you you might know who you are or who you're becoming but you might not yet be clear what is it exactly? What is the goal? You don't maybe you don't have clarity where you're going, and how to get there. So you now you start dreaming and scheming, you know, different options, and and then you need to start trying the different options, so that you find you know what actually suits you and 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 what feels good and 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 you know what is it that you are going to do next. And then when you get that clarity and direction, you enter into the hero saga. So now you start working towards your dreamland. And uh, and that can take then, depending on what you're doing, um, let's say if you're starting for a new business from uh, a scratch or maybe, um, yeah, so it can it can take some time to, to learn the new things and, and to set up your systems. And like, I think a lot of people have now moved digital, their businesses have moved online. So that has, there has been a lot of the, you know, the hero saga, how you actually uh, learn all the new skills and, and get the systems going and all that. And then eventually you get into that promised land, which is that where you want it to go. Maybe, you know, financially, emotionally, uh, spiritually, and then in all aspects. Um, yeah, so so those, those are the phases. And I was talking now from very individual point of view, mm. but this could happen to your business or this could happen to your the company or the, the organization that you're working for. But some, something happens, let's say, in the outer world, in the market, like COVID happened. Maybe your services, your products are obsolete. They are no more needed. They're no more relevant for your clients. So it's the sort of the death of an era or death of a product line or a service. And then you need to figure out, you know, what is it that is needed and what is it that we want to be or we could be. And then you need to dream and scheme and come up with all the details and the, you know, market research and whatever and that, like that. And then you need to implement. And then then hopefully you get into your, you know, your new, you you launch your new product, your new service and, and you know, you just secure back your clientele, maybe even better, bigger uh, service or clientele or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's that's how Martha Beck uh, uh, explains uh, the change cycle. And 
And uh, you know, as you mentioned, this is a it's a very personal process that you can actually uh, use the map of change with. Um, but you also mentioned, uh, you know, the this transition period uh, and and bringing your awareness to the ADCAR methodology. Yeah, yeah. So so ADCAR, uh, it's uh, the um, yeah the methodology in in especially in organizational. Uh, change and yeah. um, developed by Jeff Hyatt or uh, the company's Prosi. Do I pronounce it correctly? That's yeah. the other thing. So ADKAR uh, uh, just refers to the let's, it's an acronym from awareness, desire, knowledge, ability and reinforcement. So, so the, the, like, and this can, this is also applicable. It's used in organizations, uh, but but people-driven change. Because like, if you introduce some change in an organization or business, if your people don't embrace it, it's not going to fly because, I mean, the building doesn't really, it, 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 it doesn't do the change. People need to do the change. And so first, it's important to, to really um, have that awareness. Like if, if you're going through your individual change process, you also need to be aware you know what's going on in your life, and and have that self awareness, and uh, even well, let's. I think it's always easier to first start from the individual process. So let's say uh, I'm scoring low in my health markers this year, and I say, "Oops, oops." Uh, doctor said that I need to work on my blood pressure or my weight or whatever sugar sugar uh, blood sugar levels. So I'm aware but it's not enough. Mm. I sort of know I need to, I should, I should. So that's the awareness, but you know, there's communication and all that I'm aware. When the thing starts shifting is that when I want to, and we get into that desire, I have a desire to change my habits or to change my behavior or to, to move towards new, healthier lifestyle. And, and that has to be personal and 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 or in the organization you know your team needs to embrace that yes we want to to to, to do the change or we can see it and, and it's, it's relevant for us it's not just that we need to yeah, and, yeah. That, desire also speaks to your motivation right so your yes. why you are motivated to do this and when you have the awareness and you and you start kicking into motivation uh, or, and that it fuels the desire to why you want to change, um, it becomes a bit of a process at least. But right. until you have that internal motivation and that desire to want to change, uh, it, it's it's just still, we're still stuck in awareness, right? That's it. So, so you brought, this is such an important thing. Often uh, people are asking that I, you know, I, you need to motivate me. But the motivation is internal. It's your own why and, and all that. The other people can try to inspire you or to, to, to really to uh, um, get you there so that you discover yourself. But, but motivation is quite, um, it's, it, it has to come from yourself also. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you can't say that, oh, my coach didn't do a good, good work. She or he didn't motivate me. But coaches and, and whatever change management professionals, they have tools and techniques communication-wise to inspire you and to, 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 to help you to discover those things that would motivate you. Very important po uh, point. Okay, now we, we, now we want to change. We are motivated. 
Yeah? yeah. You're motivated, Kevin. Yes. Yes. So, so then, but we, we might not know what is the next step. So there comes the knowledge and, and, and there often it's, it's a lot of uh, a skills development, training development, um, obviously various methodologies. Um, obviously you can do your research, you can, you can uh, find knowledge in, in different ways. Uh, when, when you know your topic, you're aware of it and you want to change, you know your why. So now you start, you can even start Googling. So, I mean, at individual level, if, if, you, if you sort of know what's going on or whatever, even start Googling and get more information about the things that you want to change. And it's, yes, or go and, and, and join a good cause, um, read good books, ask advice, ask, uh, find support, mentoring, coaching, training, uh, all these different avenues. And uh, as you build up your skills and your, your, your knowledge, then, and I think here also, now we need to have, you know, be courageous and brave. Then we have the ability to to implement some of the changes yeah and um yeah very important then is is that uh, we all know a new year promises and so forth um if if we if we don't stick to them long enough uh or if they are not getting reinforced uh we might drop the ball at some point so reinforcement is also very important and for example, obviously, being a coach, I think like having an accountability partner can be also a super good thing for reinforcement. And then things are changing and developing so fast. So you can't think that, you know, you, you once acquired some knowledge and something, you actually need to follow up uh, what's going on in, in, in your field or in that area, whatever you are changing in your life, whether it's a, in your personal life or, or in, at your work or in your business. Yeah, Pauline. So um, we're steadily running out of. We've, got, we've already got to uh, half an hour of conversation, and it's so interesting to listen to the map of change, the importance of change. If you could leave us with some tips um, of of what what are the practical tips for for people out there and people who want to manage change and manage their careers, manage their their themselves. Um, what are the tips that you can sort of share for us today? Yeah. So I think when we're going through change and adapting to change, it's always like a, um, a bit stressful process or, or, or there's a pressure some, somewhat. So it's very important to, to really take care of your wellness and, and not only physical wellness, but also your emotional, your mental, your holistically, your wellness and to be mentally fit. And, and, and like we talked about the sage perspective, to, to be able to engage uh, from, from that place, um, even despite all the, like if your change was like a negative, a shocking uh, type of a situation, that you can still be positive and, and engage uh, from a good place, from that sage perspective yeah. with um, others. And I think, yes, focus on people. Um, uh, don't focus too much on your dashboards and your, your <laughs> spreadsheets. Um, focus instead of focusing, focus on people instead of spreadsheets and dashboards. I think it's so true. I think we 
we forget. We we get so caught up in the numbers and the success and the we forget, right? We yeah, do, we, yeah. We meaning meaning we need to we need to be aware of them and and this takes us to to sort of um uh because you need to measure the change. So hence you need your whatever system to, to measure change. But even there, engage people and, and, and ask people feedback from the change, especially now in the organizational. Even if you're doing your own change process, every now and then review and see where are you at and ask the similar questions. Then you can see the progress or where you are getting stuck. And so and in, in this, um, obviously in business language, they talk about agile uh, agile approach and, and or being flexible, fluxy, and and where I used to 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 work in the sort of socioeconomic field, we would talk about being participatory, um, uh, participating all the stakeholders uh, into the process. And um, very important thing is that because the people, everybody needs to make the change, so you need to empower them. Mm. And uh, and and really. This is about the communication and listening to, to, to see where are they and what can what maybe they have great ideas that, that you wouldn't have thought of, about. So it's all that engaging uh, uh, process. And yeah. I think that still, I mean, smaller transitions, smaller, medium changes, you know, just go ahead to do with your internal wisdom and, and get something and all that. But if you are not getting any results or you're getting stuck, don't continue the do-it-yourself DIY too long because change is challenging. And, and uh, sometimes it is good to have an external facilitator or a, that, you know, your, your mentor, your coach, your, your uh, a trainer uh, who, who specializes in that and, and, and can support you and can challenge you because sometimes we also get stuck uh, just not wanting to go over the fear zone to, towards the new. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's maybe the thing. Um, uh, and also, I think other thing is that, especially in organizations, or even in your own life, when you're going through a major change, you need extra capacity, mm. Meaning, even just time-wise. So don't just... If you if you are leading an organization, a business, and you want to do a change, don't just think that you put that work on top of all the other workload, especially if people are already overworked. So you need to make space and time uh, for the work to be done. Change doesn't happen by itself. I mean, change happens, but the transition doesn't happen on its own. It needs to be led. It needs to be managed. It needs to be done. I love that. Yes. Guys, if you want to find out more, thank you, Paulina. I, I really love this. Uh, I really love that you could share this uh, a bit of structure for us around change, especially for the new year, to give us some uh, insights on on where we're going and what we're doing and uh, how to rethink it um, and get some clarity. Um, if you want to find out more, you can go and check it out on uh, Paulina's website. Um, I'm just going to read it out here at www.paulinamapatag.com. Uh, and that's with two eyes. Uh, I'll make sure that we we paste all the, the links in the description boxes below, guys. And you can find out more about Paulina and who she is and what she does. Paulina, thank you. Um, thank you for spending some time. Thank you for sharing that. Um, uh, it was an absolute pleasure chatting with you. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks for the opportunity. Not a problem. Chat to you soon. Thank you.